Hey, this is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram and co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles Podcast. And I'm here to talk to you a little bit about uh, some of my favorite figures, and that is from the line of Beast Kingdom figures. They make some figures that I would describe as hot toy level face sculpt with a Mafex level articulation. And this is from their DAH line, which is Dynamic Action Hero line. Uh, they have figures from Justice League as well as Batman vs. Superman from this line so far. If you haven't checked it out, you definitely need to check it out because these are fantastic prices from anywhere from $50 to $60 with, I'm telling you, hot toy level face sculpt where it looks exactly like the actor. Exactly. And articulation... On those hot toys, you know, they're inhibited sometimes by the cloth. Not these figures. These figures, are they're not cloth. They're like Mafex-style articulation. So you could get them doing the most dynamic of poses. And, again, the, the quality is out of this world. They don't feel like they're going to break on you. And for the value, for the price, you can't go wrong. So check out Beast Kingdom today. And... Trust me, you won't be upset. You won't feel like you did the wrong thing. You're going to want more of these figures. So check out, again, Beast Kingdom. Hello and welcome, everybody, to DC figures and collectibles as of this recording it is february 9th 2019 and i am joined by my co-host who's all the way from stoke on trent england what's up scott tyler how are you i'm doing good how about you good stuff good stuff i'm very very well thank you i've been loving your photos lately man honestly oh that's very kind of you thank you i've been enjoying yours with your new camera <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. I, I was straight off the bat, pun intended. I had to give a shout out to that nightmare picture on on the whole uh, on the horse. That was absolutely outstanding, man. Oh, you like that one? I absolutely loved it. It was fantastic. It's just a great idea. That's one of those ones where I even debated posting it because I wasn't particularly happy with how it looked. But I'm yeah, really. It. I'm really glad I got was a gift from one of our previous guests, Darlene McIntyre. I w- visited a couple of days ago, and she wanted to give that as a gift, saying thank you. <laughs> oh, she's awesome. No, that that's a great, uh, a great shot. I absolutely love it. It's such a great idea as I was putting Nightmare Batman on it. Thank you. You'll have to use it when you come visit and bring your Nightmare Batman. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> true. I will be bringing Batman with me. Mezco Batman. Will- Come along for an adventure. All, all three of them. <sighs> two out of three, I think. <laughs> two out of three. I, I yeah. That's not bad. I'll bring two out of three, and then I'm, and then maybe maybe a few more will sneak their way across the uh, continent. He's sneaking in through customs. <laughs> yes, indeed. If if they do get pulled apart at customs, I will cry. Oh, hopefully they don't. <laughs> Genuine tears will be shed. 
Um, actually, speaking of um, Darlene, I, I saw you took a picture of that gaslight Batman on on. Is that her rooftop as well? Yeah, on the same day. Very, very nice. Yeah, I was I was there visiting, doing um, stuff for my friend's social media page for baseball, mm. and I figured I might as well do it while I'm down there. And that background, usually I use red paper. That was just a red jersey that he had from a team, and we just I just had him hold it behind there. Oh, bad play. I just did it real quick. Yeah. That looks great as well. I like that one. I do. I love that gaslight, Batman. It just looks so <laughs> really cool. cool. Yeah, and since you're bringing it up, bringing Mattel up and DC Multiverse, I should have got yesterday a that Kid Flash from the newest wave where you build Lobo. Oh, of course, yeah. And for some reason, it said it was on track. It said it left. And then at the last minute, it just said canceled. And it was yesterday it was due. Yeah, with no explanation. I've never seen anything like that before. So now, and they didn't charge my card or anything, which that's cool. Like they they re, they returned the money that they 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 took out, but there's just no explanation. I was really looking forward to getting that because it's already hard enough to get DC Multiverse, and now even it's becoming difficult with Amazon. I don't even know what's going on. That's weird. That sounds very Forbidden Planet ish. Yeah, that's what I was like this is this is right exactly what like what happened with you. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Yeah. Pre-order, then nah, we don't have it. That is the weirdest thing. Joe, it's funny you should mention that actually about um, about the pre-orders because Lewis was telling me he was at the back collector. He's had a statue on order for nine years from Forbidden Planet, <laughs> and they only recently cancelled his pre-order. I thought it was really funny. Like how bad, how bad is the so, organisation for nine years? It's been a pre-order. Oh my gosh, that's yeah, longer than. That's longer than most people have been alive. <laughs> oh, that's nine so years. That's really weird. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. And then today I was supposed to go to Frankenson's Collectibles. Mm. And that is like a big toy gathering. It's almost like a con that happens in the LA area weekly. Oh, yeah. Every Saturday. Yeah. And yeah, just I had some car issues come up, so I just could not make it. Uh, but what I was hoping for was I was like, okay, so that Amazon thing got canceled, and Frankenstein's people tend to have the newest items there for sale. So I was like, okay, I'll just buy the whole Lobo wave the next day. <laughs> but it's not meant the DC multiverse. There, it's always going to be a hunt. It's like I think it's the last true hunt for toys <laughs> because I could go to any. Any store right now, I go to Target, Walmart, and find the newest uh, wave of Marvel Legends at any store right now. It's a, you, anyone could get it easy. There's no challenge anymore. Mm. But this multiverse, man, there's some places, most places I go, they're still not even on pegs, anything. Wow. That's, that's really weird. I wonder, what, I wonder what seems to be the problem with this. And if I do see one, it's either. Uh, it's either Carrie Kelly Robin. Oh God, not that oh, figure. I think it's everyone. Oh, or, or Hawkman from Legends of Tomorrow. Oh God, that's even worse. Yeah, but what sucks is every other figure, even like the nice ones, like the Jessica Cruz Green Lantern, like at Target, that was I thought it was on sale for six bucks. 
<laughs> but of course, this Hawkman is the only figure that's like, they're charging full price on. Oh wow, typical. Because oh. I gladly pay five bucks for it just to have for fodder and to have that mace for my hot girl figure. Oh, I, I, but, I don't understand that. That's one of the strangest business decisions I've ever heard. Yeah, the toy hunting for toys is an absolute just cluster. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does seem like a raffle sometimes when you're going out looking for it. Now, in terms of new stuff, you are in the midst of currently, as of this recording, uh, the couple's weekend. How's that going for you? Um, very, very, very good, I suppose. Yeah, um, it's been fun and um, a big challenge as well because I thought, okay, this is going to be a good idea. We'll do some couple of pictures. And, and do you know what? I got that. I was just like, um, now I have absolutely no idea who to photograph other than Batman and Catwoman. That was the only idea I had. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been hard actually to think of ideas. But we managed to carve out five ideas. So, so far you got some pretty good ones. I really like the Dio piece involved with the Catwoman and Batman one. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that's from the the Robin in. Oh, what was it now? Um, Young Justice, Robin, Mattel one. That's the piece. Yeah, yeah, that's the diorama. That that's brilliant. Um, actually, you're talking of Kid Flash. Here. I bought the Young Justice Kid Flash as well because he's got like a um, a little pavement diorama that comes with him. So I brought him today. Got him for a good price. Oh, about, nice. He's about fourteen pound off eBay. So that's a pretty good deal. It's an extremely good deal. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. He's like half the price of most others so I'd snap the hand off yeah and then I think the one that is your best so far and just a beautiful picture seamlessly blended it just looks I think it could be one of your best pictures ever even though it looks like a simple setup is that Hawk Girl and Green Lantern it is beautiful oh thanks thank you No, that, that did take a while in terms of blending because the background kept on you know when you're taking it in front of a computer background and it goes all kind of like pixelated the backdrop yeah that started to happen quite a lot which is really annoying because it never usually happens as bad as it was with this one but um yeah so as soon as it eradicated that and managed to get the angle right um yeah it took a while just to to get that right and the posing and I, was different. Yeah, the pose is great. I love her pose. It's a little, little sensual, little playful, little. I love it though. It's that's like that. Um, those kind of little things are the things that I like the most. The subtle little poses. It's nothing over exaggerated. Yeah, it, I, I wanted to do something a little different because it'd been easy just to do a, like shots of people standing on rooftops together and stuff. So I wanted to do something a bit different and. I had to do a lantern and hawk girl one that just yeah and if, a cool couple together. If you're a fan of the show, which you are, of course, that you could tell it so much just by uh, the way you position the figures and how they're looking at each other. It just even tells a lot about their relationship. How you could tell they want to kind of go at it, but they're also professional. There's <laughs> just a lot you could even tell just from that picture. Uh, so I really, really enjoyed that one. Not to mention it just beautiful colors it's clean as crap and it just blends perfectly well thanks man that that really does mean a lot it's very kind 
is a picture that any time I step outside of a strip of Batman photo, even if, even though it's Justice League and I know it well, it's just I don't know. You never know how it's going to turn out when you step outside of that Batman comfort zone. Um, yeah, not just in terms of reaction, but in terms of actually pho- photographing the figures together because it's just something different. Like I, I know how to pose a Batman figure fairly well because he's pretty static character; he doesn't have show much emotion poses and stuff like that so with different characters it can be a challenge sometimes so um but then that is also a good thing because it's something different yeah it's also kind of fun to not know what's going to happen or what the reaction is going to be yeah yeah definitely and um yeah just doing just simple things like different poses or holding different weapons like hawk girls mace and things like that and where to position that it's just something completely different yeah I, that mace looks so cool in that shot too oh, that, that it's hard to keep it in their hands because the mace is so heavy yeah get, where did you get that mace again um oh good grief it's from a hot girl <laughs> paperweight statue hot girl paperweight statue okay yeah i can't remember the brand name but if you tab it in on google you get it straight away but um yeah, it's from a, a paperweight statue. One of the weirdest bits of memorabilia you'll ever ever see. But if you're if there's a paperweight you need in your life, I can recommend a Hawk Girl Justice League animated statue that comes with a detachable mace. <laughs> well, I'm probably gonna have to get that one now because I that there's no way that Hawkman figure looks like it's going on discount, so No, you could probably get the the paperweight for cheaper anyway, to be fair. And it looks like it's just a better quality. Yeah. Looks like it fits in scale better too overall. It does. It, it clips in a hand really well at first. Hand will loosen off over time, so it'll get a little bit harder. But um, yeah, it clips in nicely at first. Now, do you have any other figures on the horizon that might be coming in soon? Uh, no, other than the Kid Flash, that's about it. Um, not got anything else planned. I'm just saving nice. saving some money and trying to uh, build up some funds for the American adventure later in the year. I feel you. That's why I just went ahead and gave up on looking for the rest of that Lobo wave. I'm sure it will pop up somewhere when I'm least expecting. Yeah, more than likely. likely. Or it will pop up cheap on Amazon and they might actually deliver it. <laughs> oh, that's such a strange, strange thing. Yeah, they're playing with me. I mean, obviously, there are places like Forbidden Planet, you expect it, but for Amazon, that's really strange. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a seller at the last minute forgot that he sold out or something. Mm, perhaps so, yeah. That's just so weird, that that is. Yeah. But for me, yeah, for me this week, uh, did I get any new figures? No, I didn't. I mean, I should have, but I didn't. <laughs> Back uh, to Amazon. I just- yeah, sorry, Amazon. But other than that, I've been continuing on with the the Batman animated series Daily Post. And like we talked about last time, we had Birds of the Feather come up. Had What is Reality, your favorite? One I, of your favorites. I like that one a lot. It turned out, well, I was hoping the extreme sets would work out like a hallway, like in that part, and it did. It is, and the floor as well looks very, very good because that, that is literally the same floor they use in that episode. Yeah, even it turns into the chessboard. 
Oh, yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> I, I, I know we say this about every single episode, but I would love to see a figure of that Batman as a knight. That'd be cool. With that horse? Oh, it's just, it just looks so bloody cool. Yeah, I remember trying to create it, but it could never look as cool as the image. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when we get like the multiverse ninja Batman head swap. Oh, true. That could make a good silhouette for a knight. Yeah, just a simple head swap might work. And then speaking of knight, I did one of our previous guests' favorite episode, I Am the Knight. Yes. Now, this is a picture That's... I wanted to ask you about, actually. Okay. Um. What? How do you? Well, firstly, what what is the background? The background is, um, from packages that I got of toys or any other package I got from Amazon. If it has big wrapping paper, yeah, and this this is what that is, and I crinkled it up and made it a very soft and crinkly like that for a while. And then what I do is I take black spray paint, just, and I go I like to Michaels and use like a half off coupon i get for like a couple bucks and nice. I spray the i spray the bottom and i do it all from one angle so it would look like lights hitting it and i spray the bottom pretty heavy and as i go up i go lighter and lighter so it just has a natural uh, effect and then so when you light with any different kind of lights it gives it a natural cave look right okay i was wondering how you got i, I figured it may be some kind of paper perhaps but then I, what i didn't get was how you got it to be not such a like a, a blue lighting like literally a cave lighting oh the blue lighting is just the light that i got as a gift of so amazon good. just looks so good I, I like the whole setup how it's a little sort of side bit in the cave and then there's like a passage that alpha's walked through or something because that is like just exactly the same as the episode it looks great yeah, that was always one of my favorite things about that episode. It showed his little like side area where like he chills, I guess. Yeah, just sits there and looks moody for a few hours. <laughs> when he can't find a building to brood over. He looks angry at <laughs> some rocks. Uh, it looks great. I, I like the little table in the corners. Oh, it looks looks really cool. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, this is uh, this is one that's all basically homemade stuff except for the little uh rock stuff at the very forefront of the picture uh, and of course the but maybe when you get here we'll do some stuff and build some dials so you can learn yeah it looks really, not... really cool yeah, that that will be fun that will be fun yeah definitely and then today's episode is one that actually our guest Kwame a couple couple days ago messaged me about asking hey if i was to watch an episode and try to introduce someone to talia al ghul which one would i go to i said off balance and that was today's episode oh okay we first meet talia and you don't really know who she is till the very end you see that she's working with her father oh i love, I love that ending it's like this is not over yeah that's brilliant and then speaking of uh, doing something brave and different, I, I definitely went out of my comfort zone in two areas today. Yes. I did, I did a Star Wars picture. And not only that, but I did a different setup that I've never done before in my life. Right. And because of, you know, my co-host and his 
his wonderful tips. I did my first ever screen background. So that's the actual nice. computer. Yeah. I took your advice and I lowered the, the brightness of the screen, made sure I got the lighting right. And I have to say, I have only gained even more respect for what you and Lewis do and anyone else that uses screens in the background. That it seems like a whole different, a whole different form of, uh, of toy photography. And it just piqued my interest completely. It's so weird. It seems like a lot of fun. It, it, it is, it is a lot of fun to be fair. And what, what's hard is sometimes you'll get a background that looks good on screen and you put it, of a camera and it, it just doesn't work like, I don't the colors seem strange no matter what you do or it doesn't blend properly or the light's too bright even when you dim it it's weird like people think it, it it's it's so easy sometimes like just taking bigger <laughs> in front of a background but it is actually people don't believe me when I, when I, I say it's hard but it, it it truly is no it was I had to go through multiple backgrounds to find that one and that one actually does kind of look matte so I was like okay that works yeah it does but, look very matte actually because I, I wouldn't have said that that was a screen background perfect see that's how we feel when we look at your stuff too so now you know how it feels <laughs> but yeah it was a lot of fun to try to well I'm sure it's not fun on the daily if you're like trying to get a picture done but when you have time and you're actually trying to figure it out and stuff it was enjoyable process so how did you find um lighting on things like that in terms of the the figures because often i find when i'm doing it i you get this horrible big glaring light on the screen and then you you, Um, you i just i went from a side angle with both the light and you can kind of see from the the way the shadows falling off his wrinkles Mm. So That's did you use side. a um, TV or a computer as the backdrop? The backdrop is a laptop computer. Oh, okay, cool. Because I don't have a, I'm not able to afford a, a pad yet. But uh, this also, uh, what I notice is with the lighting, even with normal lighting, I feel it would work on with how bright I would need it on a tangible set or something i built with or like an extreme set yeah i feel like i way less lighting to get the desired effect and look well, that's interesting fair enough or a lower light because i feel like a lot of the light from the computer kind of helps yeah and yeah yeah so if you got yeah it was that's, definitely that's interesting. Correct, it's a good point because a lot of people don't think of that yeah, it was, I'm telling you, it was definitely a, a new experience. Because I feel like with toy photography, I've done almost everything. I've built my own effects. I've I've done digital stuff. I've done Photoshop stuff. I've done effects, tangible effects. But I've never really done this. And this was a fun experience. Yeah. Plus, I gained, like I said, I gained a lot more respect for just how much work goes into it and what you and Lewis do and anyone else that does this. <laughs> no, it it is difficult. I mean, it, this is horribly oversimplifying it, but like, you've got like three types of dioramas, the screens and the outdoor, and they're all so, so different. Like, every single one of them brings their own challenges. And it, it, it is, it's hard to adjust sometimes to doing one and the other, isn't it? It's, it's so strange. Oh, yeah, definitely strange. <laughs> yeah. But that is, 
That is part of the fun of doing the hobby. This is true. Yeah, this is true. It's always good to have different um, ways of photographing in your arsenal as well. So. And there's a that kind of leads into a topic that we want to discuss today, right? Yes. Yeah, this is true. I mean, since this was your idea, I want you to explain it. Okay. Well, before we get into it. Well, actually, it it kind of um, came from the theme for this weekend. I mentioned it earlier. Couldn't think of any ideas for pictures. Um, and even if I had an idea, it just wasn't working. And, um, creativity blocks is something that is um, probably the biggest problem that we'll all get as toy photographers. And sometimes when you don't have ideas, it isn't because, always because you don't have ideas. Because there's always a way you can take a picture of a figure. That, you, know, you can always think of some way to use them. But I think it's all about... Um, mindset you know if you don't if you don't feel good then you can't open your mind to make something work which is something that Kwame kind of alluded to as well you know you've got to really let creativity out sometime and and try something different try something new but you've got to make sure that you feel good about it and relax because um I was trying to take pictures on I think it was Thursday and I just messaged Lewis and I was just like do you know what this really isn't working my pictures this for this weekend's theme are atrocious and um um what did lewis say i can't i can't remember what he said he he says look i'm sure you'll figure something out but like just take your time with it you know there's no there's no kind of rush you just got to let it happen sometime with the the pictures because i i'd got five taken and I, i took this picture of um Arkham City Batman with Talia and it was truly the worst photograph I've ever seen. But you're not um, gonna share it? I might post it on my story, but I'm definitely not gonna share it. No, you, don't have to. you don't have to if you don't want it's ge- it's genuinely horrific. The background is um yeah, the background, well it's there, it's laughable, but yeah. Um but yeah, I think sometimes it's about how you feel. So I I was not in a good mood on Thursday and Friday whatsoever. I was in a really bad um, state of mind. And oh, just... That's why you were cussing at me in the messages. Just <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, it, for, the, for the listeners, that didn't happen. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, but no, um, yeah, it, it, it just it wasn't working. So I was just... Uh, I think at that point you just got to leave it. You know, it, there's no point trying to force it because it isn't going to happen. I think it's that's true. I think it's more to do it, even if you don't think you have. Okay, so to simplify it, ideas don't make good photos because ideas don't always work. You could try. Well, some... you can't execute them correctly. Exactly. Yeah. Like you, there's been many a times, and I'm sure you and everybody can relate to it. Where you've got an idea of a picture in your mind and you, how, how you want it to be and how you want it to turn out. And then you get in front of the camera and you're just like, holy crap, this is just horrific. It isn't working <laughs> whatsoever. And then you get really you get really pissed and it doesn't turn out how you want it to. So you just get angry and then give up. You try something else, that doesn't work. And then it, it just escalates. But um, just in general, yeah, it's just a frustrating thing. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's so annoying and it and it just builds up anger and then you just can't get a picture so I wasted like three hours trying to do one picture and it just wasn't working so and then I got annoyed because I wasted three hours that I could have been doing something else more important than doing a crap photo trying to make it work uh, but you're get, you're getting you're working at your craft yeah certainly trying to I mean I I, I was honestly at plus moment, I don't feel like Think about those times when you come through and pull through on a picture and you'll look back at all those times and be like, yeah, it was definitely worth it. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, I, I said to, I, to Lewis, I'm all for just taking a break. I cannot I cannot be bothered with it for the moment. It, it was literally that bad. I was like, I can't be bothered now. I just want to get the theme done and I'm going to take a break for a little bit from taking pictures. But then I think it was about mindset as, as soon as... So like today this morning I woke up and I, I felt better, like and you know I'd let out the anger. So I woke up this morning felt better. And the three of the four pictures that I've done for Saturday and Sunday for the weekend theme just came from this morning alone. So um, like that Green Lantern picture I took this morning with Hawk Girl. So um, yeah, it's weird. Like uh, one minute you just can't be bothered and you want to give up, and the next second it it all comes together just because of the way you feel, not because of ideas. It had, no, it had nothing to do with ideas. I mean, it, it, it's not, you know, it, it's not really clever to do a Green Lantern and Hawk Girl photo. It, it's just um, the way you feel, you've got to approach it with the right mindset sometime. I mean, that might be overthinking it, but if you feel crap about it before going into it, it's not going to turn out well. No, I, I completely agree because there's times where I wake up and I, I feel physically not the best and there's no there's no way I want to spring out of bed and start building up a dio set and get all the lighting set up and do all that there's no way I want to do that <laughs> yeah because it, it feels like a chore if you're in a bad mood and and yeah as, as soon as you feel good about it you feel all right I look forward to this comics build something and see what happens so all, all it is is mindset that has nothing to do with the idea of the picture whatsoever true it's that is how you feel towards it. That is a huge thing, and I'll, I wrote down some things in my own in regard because you brought this up as a as an idea and a message. So I I wrote down ways that I beat creative blocks, and that oh, and cool. that's a that's not. I feel like that's kind of different from wait, kind of what you're talking about though, because there's definitely times where even though you feel great and you personally you're just like oh i just can't think of any ideas or pictures right mm. do you yeah. ever have that yeah definitely like you feel perfectly fine you're like oh, i just can't think of anything i really wanted to shoot yeah that's true so i just wrote down some of the things that because i feel like that would afflict me a lot and i've had multiple times with even where you just said where i was like shoot like i i could just stop right now no one would really care just stop doing toy shots like, yeah this is not this is not fun right now exactly so these are just some of the things that i have personally found that have helped me when i'm feeling that way it doesn't necessarily mean this applies to everyone remember but this is just what works for me and the first off the bat i put a daily post or something that you must do is kind of like a daily challenge to yourself. So that's something fun. And obviously my daily challenge is the Batman animated series shot. And I always want to 
kind of do something different or switch it up or come at it from a different angle. They always try to keep it original. And sometimes I repost the episode shot, but that's tends to be the mornings where I don't feel too great. <laughs> yeah. So, I've, and that's, I think that that kind of thing happens. Uh, you and uh, Lewis kind of have your own version of that with the, the weekend themes. And I yeah. think, like you said already, that that tends to be really good for you because of the challenge and it's something you have to do and you tend to get creative. Like today you woke up, you knew you had to do some posts and you got three great posts out of just needing to do it. Yeah. That's the thing. And, and, and I guess you feel the same way that sometimes if you're not in a, in a good mood about it, it feels like a deadline for an exam. Like I've got to get this out before this certain time. If that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So but also it's just, you couldn't put you shouldn't put too much pressure where it's like that where yeah you feel like okay if i think of something and if something comes up and okay i could do it and i'll get motivated because i know i have to do it but if nothing's springing to mind or you just don't feel like you could give it an effort where you could top a previous post then don't do it <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah so it, like usually so i think you, you do the same was it like two posts a day because that's what i do as well Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you've only got one post on a day, um, don't feel under pressure to do another one. If it doesn't work, just don't don't post anything. There's no problem with that. The world is still going to be waiting for you tomorrow. You know, it, it's not it's not a big deal. No one's going to um, hold that against you, and you shouldn't hold it against yourself. More importantly, yeah, you're not going to get a toy photography demerit. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Exactly. In fact, it's better that than posting something crap just for the sake of posting. Yeah, it's true. Also, it might let your picture breathe a little bit and gain some more popularity that you weren't expecting. Yeah, definitely. But then another bulletin I have. um, Another quick way that if I, this is one of my first go-tos when I'm not necessarily feeling inspired right away or nothing's popping to mind, is I just look at my feed and then look at my shelf and try to see what haven't I shot in a while. And if there's a figure that I was like, Oh man, I haven't shot that in a while. It's That's I'll look bad. at it. Like yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll look at a scene on like a Google image for that thing and just try to do a photo recreation or maybe get inspired by something I see. And it makes me feel like I'm not wasted money on a figure. It makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. That, that is true. I like you said about Google Image as well. That's what I do. I just Google Image Batman sometime and just look at pictures and come up with ideas. Yeah. That's, I, I love doing that because also maybe I totally forgot about a scene or something. It's like, oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Or, or like a pose or something that you might want to copy or. Yeah. Then I think the third bulletin, and this is a big one is think back to why you love what you're doing. And like I, what I would do is like watch one of your favorite things about Batman or read some Batman quotes or um, maybe uh, I, that's a brief look, try to look for inspirational poems or something like that. I've done that sometimes. And if something comes to mind or I read a poem and a, a line reminds me of something that could correlate to a Batman comic or image I, I will i'll try to create something or do something like that 
but I think I think it's like also important to think back to why you first started doing it and why you enjoyed touring photography in the beginning because then you remember why you're doing it, not just doing it just the post. That's that's brilliant. That is such a good way, such a good way to think about it. And it's like we've talked about many times already. Sometimes the simplest posts will get tons of likes over something that you're trying to do overproduce and have all these things everywhere and going on. Mm. And like my previous post, like when I think back to why I started, I'll look back at old posts and a lot of my old stuff was just simply a figure lit okay with a red background. And that was it. And so sometimes I'll just do something simple like that again or maybe add a little smoke or something, but. Yeah, just seeing all the details of the figure and stuff, people like to see that. So, if you like, think yeah, you're buying, exactly, exactly, yeah. Like, like, I've I've spent so much money because of him, <laughs> and, but but it's because he shows off the details of the figure so well, and 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 like seeing it against a red background, if, especially if it's like a new adventures Batman figure or something. That's what the series was. So it, it it's good to see that sometime and all the colors come out and just reminisce about about the old shows and and the classics are classics for a reason that's why every time you do like every time when you do a picture especially with your new camera with like the skyline and you see that red and the blues and the yellows it's like oh that's why i love the show (laughs) so it's a classic for a reason yeah exactly (laughs) and then finally the last one i think this is the one that i feel like i've had the best success with and it's also the hardest to do. Be, uh, well, it's not ten, doesn't tend to be hard on Instagram because no one could really know. But I like to tap into my own emotions, if that makes sense. Okay. So if I'm having a great day and I feel like I'm in a jolly mood or a joking mood, I like to do a funny post and try to like really, really put some stuff into it. And, you know, if I'm not feeling the best or I'm, upset i'll i'll look at a moment in time where batman was like that way and i'll really try to convey that and i mean because it's just so hard every day like you said we do it daily and there's other people that post every day as well you got to use everything you got to uh stay motivated and do pictures and i there's so much stuff out there just like what you said it's a combination of you have to feel good and you have to continue to stay inspired and I think if you feel good and you also use these tricks, I don't. I think it. I so far I'm doing pretty well, and you're doing well. I think that people could. I think people could keep it up, and they will get hard, like you said. And you'll need to vent and let it out. But like you, you let it out, and it's out. You get some sleep, and you feel better the next day. And you're exactly you're, look, look what you did today. You killed it. Well, that that's it, and to, and. When you think about it, if you do two posts a day, so it's and, and sometimes maybe three, so that's like just rounded it to eight hundred photos a year. And like eight hundred photos a year is crazy. The amount of time that goes into that when you think about yeah, it's it. not like just it's not like eight hundred photos you take of someone outside. It's like you're yeah. <laughs> you're putting production into it, you're putting lighting, you're getting a you're putting investment into trying to find a background for you. You gotta find the pieces that blend with it yeah i mean even if that's half an hour a day which is no way near correct but even if that's half an hour a day, that's <laughs> a lot of time that gets taken up from from doing it not that anyone should feel sorry for us because at the end of the day it is a hobby but uh, 
that's just the facts of of what it is. Yeah, and, uh, it can be hard. I mean, like I I just listened like, this morning when I woke up, I was still pretty annoyed still. So I I I just literally put music on and just sat there listening to music for a bit, and it was great. Uh, I've got Liam Gallagher to thank for that. <laughs> oh, nice. But yeah, see, that's, that's that's good too. Music is big. It, it, honestly, it is. I always put music on when I do photos now, and rather than listening to the TV, because I feel like it's just a distraction. Listen to, I don't know, it could be like sports news or something like that, and it, it just becomes annoying. So I switch that off, put some music on, just listen to music they enjoy. Yeah, sports. As you get older, I feel like you realize sports news and radio tends to be the same thing over and over. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, they have to play hard to win. Well, yeah, we all know that they have to play hard to win. <laughs> like, yeah, we know that play good defense to prevent them from scoring. That's that's very logical. Exactly. <laughs> it's small so percentages, it, but it can be annoying. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, music is definitely a big a big influence as it saved me in times of create creative drought as well. Yeah, yeah. Now, music, such a good breakaway. It's just music's amazing. Now, uh, you you booked our our next guest, correct? Uh, yes, yeah. So, if you will, I would love if you could uh, give him an intro. Tell us a little bit about him before we meet him. Oh yeah, absolutely. So our guest today is. Um, it's at yingkeet0675 on Instagram. That's at yingkeet0675. And, yeah, his account is crazy, man. He's got, like, nearly 7,000 followers. He's um, a big a big collector in the toy community, very kind. He's always interacting with people and always uh, getting to know new people. So I discovered him a couple of months ago. Um, and I gotta say, he's 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 been a fantastic, uh, fantastic help, a really, uh, yeah. really kind person. He's got some outstanding shots. Any of the pictures you'll look at, just smack of atmosphere and color. So yeah, check him out. He's he's a fantastic guy, and I'm really looking forward to having him on. He's he's gonna be a, a completely new part of the world that we're gonna be speaking to. So he's from Malaysia which is pretty cool. So it's going to be interesting to see what collecting's like in that part of the world. And he speaks English, correct? He does, yeah. I mean, he, he speaks very good English, so um, okay. probably speaks better English than I do. <laughs> okay, I'm glad. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a blast. He's got loads of Star Wars pictures. He's a big Mezco fan. And, Marvel. Uh, and Marvel, indeed. I was I was purposely mentioning that last. <laughs> Yeah, and what I really like, and what I'm sure many people will notice right away from looking, is his lighting is very, very um, soft, glowy. Yeah, yeah. And it's it almost makes you feel like uh, you could get lost in the image, and it feels like dreamlike state when you're looking at this stuff. It, it honestly like does, doesn't it? I, it? Just the whole atmosphere and the pictures is is fantastic. And what I also, the vibes I get from it are, uh, I don't know if this one makes sense. It kind of looks like an Alex Ross painting, but like uh, yeah. figures. Yeah. It's a, it has a very 
golden age comic-y look to the pictures, if that makes sense. Yeah. He's got uh, that's, it's, it's really cool. It, it is. It's fantastic. Um, it's a fantastic atmosphere that he sets in the pictures. And I love the dioramas that he's got as well. So I'm definitely going to be asking about that. And, and if he makes it himself? Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, about that. He's also a... Um, a member of the Exclu Collective. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. Oh, nice. It's going to be fun to ask him about that and what that's like. Yeah, that would be nice because I remember trying to message them for an interview and got no response, so that would be cool. Well, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, <laughs> interesting to ask him about that. Yeah, that's cool. At least we got someone from there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but so, yeah, that's cool. I because I always I I mean I just want to ask him like, what's it like doing a magazine and because they do a magazine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would love to know about how the how they'll do all that. Yeah, definitely. How that got started. <laughs> but yeah, I I love his pics. I look forward to actually meeting him, kind of digitally, <laughs> cyberly. Twenty first century meeting. Yeah, so that would be fun. Um, any last things before we wrap this up, Scott? Um, other than that, it's going to be a blast to uh, speak to our guest, and yeah, I hope, hope in a way, it's our kind of creative block has helped helps people a little bit. I hope so too, because I generally put thought into putting down what I know what helps me, because it definitely yeah. it, it gets you. Yeah, the important thing is to take advice, but do it your own way as well, you know, because not, yeah. not every bit of advice is, is concrete, you know, and, you know, you've got to be a little bit arrogant sometimes and find your own way of doing it too, which is great. Big time. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, just for the amount of ways that you like, do it, not every single one of those will work on any given day, so it's correct to change it up and do something different. And like you said, a little arrogance is good. It is sometimes in a positive Slash way. Slash confidence. Not, yeah, not com- in like a screw you, I'm doing what I do way. In a sort of, like, <laughs> I appreciate that. So I'm going to try and do it in this way or something, you know. Yeah. Some people call it confidence. Confidence. We'll go for that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's, a, there's no there's no inkling of idea on this. The next weekend idea already, right? Next weekend theme. Um, no, Lewis is going to be choosing it, so this is one I haven't nice. done this week, Tuesday. Nice. <laughs> Sometimes I literally find out after everybody else. So if I'm at work, I won't check my phone until a few hours later. It's like, oh, cool, we're doing that. <laughs> nice. So it's pretty fun. We do it on purpose because it's a good surprise for one another. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. So sometimes we'll say beforehand, but sometimes we'll leave it till the day. So it's pretty fun. But it's usually every Tuesday that we find out. So nice. So then you guys will be hearing on our Thursday podcast about the weekend theme. If you already don't know, yes. Which I'm sure they probably already do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, that will be fun. Looking forward to what uh, Lewis picks for that. That would be interesting, especially as you guys keep coming up with new ideas. It's always see, it's always cool to see what you guys are coming up with to stay fresh. Yeah, it, it's good fun thinking of new. I've already picked the theme that I'm going to be doing for the week after, which is smart, pretty, which is quite quite over prepared. But 
Very smart. I think it's smart. Takes off the pressure already. It does, yeah. I'm going to start thinking up, up some ideas. Unless I get a creative block, then I'll put some music on and then think up new ideas. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, uh, yeah, we'll uh, get to our guest. I know you guys are going to enjoy it. I know I'm in, I'm already looking forward to this, especially just to ask him about his lighting, Yeah. let alone everything else. So this will be a fun episode. Hope you guys enjoyed the first part with Scott and I and catching up and talking about overcoming creative blocks. And remember, this just works best for what well, this is just what works best for us. You come up with your own process, but hopefully some of this stuff helped. Uh, also, we hope that any tips and stuff that we that are coming up in the next segment are big helps. And we love the support, love the reviews, love the message, messages that you guys send both of us letting us know uh, you enjoy the show and how you enjoy the show. And yeah, continue to support us and listen to us and look for us at Scott. You're at the dot bat fan. Yes. Correct? Absolutely. And I am at Batman figs. So now we are going to get to our guest. We'll see you guys on the other side. Hey, what's up everyone? This is Tyler G of Batman figs on Instagram. Also co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles Podcast. And I'm here to talk to you about Soap Studios 112 Action Figure Series. They have ushered in a new character, and that is the Reverse Flash, the mysterious villain from the first few seasons of the CW drama, The Flash. And we know that he is Dr. Harrison Wells, as portrayed by Tom Cavanaugh a physicist who is the owner of Star Labs, who helps and encourages Barry in trying to get faster in order to siphon that speed with a tachyon device. And his true identity is unveiled at the end of the season. And if you want to get your hands on this beautiful collectible figure that stands approximately 16 and a half centimeters, then you definitely need to go check out Soap Studios' website or go check out Sideshow Collectibles in order to pre-order it. Uh, what you get when you order this figure and when you get them, you will get three sculpted heads. You'll get a Dr. Wells unmasked head. You'll get a masked head without, uh, with just regular eyes, and you will get a masked head with glowing, light-up-looking effect eyes. You will also get a tachyon device that goes over his chest, and it is... It is highly detailed. It looks fantastic. I have it. I'm looking at it right now. He comes with five hands, two relaxed hands, two straight hands, and a hand that looks like he's uh, in the three-point stance about to start a race. He comes with a mask that you could just um, put in and look like he's hanging, like he just took it off on his unmasked head. Or you could have it so he's holding it in his hand. He comes with four lightning effects so that you could have him running. Each one is sculpted differently. You don't get the same. It's Every one is unique. You also get a figure display stand. And you also just get the satisfaction of knowing that this figure is extremely detailed. It looks like it jumps right off the screen. If you want to see more pictures of it, you could head over to my Instagram, at BatmanFigs. I have a lot of pictures up of it. I absolutely love this figure. It is my favorite figure so far from their line. You should check out their other figures they have. Bruce Wayne and Ra's al Ghul. They have Green Arrow from the TV show. They have Flash from the show. 
And yeah, they're just continuing to get better. They have Two-Face coming up soon, along with other figures from the Batman Dark Knight. So check them out. They're a company that is continuing to grow in popularity and only get better. So jump on the train now. Check them out. Soap Studios today. You can pre-order from Sideshow uh, Collectibles online. Go check them out. He's not joined us yet, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome everybody to DC Figures and Collectibles. We are now at the special guest portion of the show, and we are honored to be joined by, and I hope I say this correctly, uh, Tom Ying Keat. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yes. We are extremely honored that he would take time out of his day to join us and talk to Scott and I. We love his work. We love everything about his photos, and we are excited to have him on. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. No problem. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I was extremely happy when Scott said that you said that you would join us. Yeah, I haven't been now, on a podcast before. This is well, I, yes, we got him for his <laughs> first one. Uh, well, the first thing we like to do on the show is we like to learn about our guests. So if you could please indulge us, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, um, what it was like collecting in, you're from Malaysia, correct? Yeah, correct. Yeah, we'd love to know what it's like being a collector there and how ultimately you got into the hobby of toy photography. Uh, well, I started off with getting my first action figure as an adult when uh, I saw the Force Awakens movie. Oh, nice. And it just started from there on. Nice. And you got did you, that's when you got an Instagram? Yeah, that's when I got it. Before that, my Instagram was just set to private. So when I started this hobby, uh, I, I, you know, it went to public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and pretty- as for uh, collectors over here, action figures are a bit, of, uh, are a bit pricey over here for us. Mm. Especially if you're getting them from retails. They are not that I mean, uh, cheap over in the U.S., you know, mm-hmm. especially for figures such as the Black Series ones and the Marvel Legends one. They get quite pricey over here. Mm. Oh, fair play. Yeah. That, that's pretty fascinating, though, that um, you get decent sort of action. Because I imagine that you'd have to import quite a lot of, of stuff in Malaysia. Is that right? Yeah. Right. But then uh, when I got to know a few uh, like uh, independent suppliers yeah. over Facebook and such, I managed to get them for a bit cheaper than what I get from retails. Oh, right. nice. Okay. So what yeah. part of Malaysia are you from then? I'm from Perak. And I'm in a town called Taiping. It's a small town. It's not in the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, nice. And I work in a bank. Oh, nice. So I'm always fascinated by people that change their accounts and start off as like a personal account into 
a toy photography account. So what was that like for your followers when you first started doing toy photography? What what did they think of it? Yeah, when when I was when I started out, I wasn't getting much, uh, you know, likes. Yeah. Until someone pointed out to me, eh, and they were saying that you need to change your your profile to public in order for people to see your pictures. Yeah. So you just started off from there. Right. Okay. So what did your friend friends think of it? Do they enjoy what you do? Uh, some of them were quite, uh, you know, fascinated. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting type of hobby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you, uh, you've had a lot of success yeah. in it, right? You know, when I started out, I was just shooting a lot of Star Wars uh, pictures because I was into Black Series when I started out. And, yeah. and and that got me a lot of, uh, you know, attention. I think, I guess, uh, uh, there, there are a lot of uh, Star Wars fans out there. So if you were doing Star Wars shots, I think you tend to get more, you know, mm-hmm. you, get to, uh, you get more attention from the community, especially the Star Wars community. That's Which a very good point, actually. Because I, I, I know yeah. someone that you follow is Lewis, who is at the back collector. Or at the clone collector, he's mentioned that a few times, saying that um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of Star Wars fans out there. A lot, of, it's a, a very big community. Yes, and you you know when you do Star Wars shows, you don't even need to, I mean, join those uh, what do you call the the sessions, the toy pop sessions, and all that. Yeah, yeah, you know, the TGA sessions. You 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 tend to get more attention when you you, you post Star Wars shows. Well, speaking now, of um, attention, sorry, Tal, go on. No, you could go. Okay, well, speaking of attention, something I wanted to ask you about, I know Tal wanted to ask you about as well, is you're a member of, X, I want to make sure I pronounce this right, Exclu Collective. So what is that like? Okay, Exclu Collective is, uh, you know, there, there, there are a lot of people who are, who are thinking that Exclu Collective is sort of like a, you know, these uh, toy pop sessions, you know, TGA sessions, but we are not. We are mainly a collective uh, group of people from the community that are, you know, uh, bringing toy news, uh, reviews, you know, and also tutorials. We have a website. It's been run by Jack Sturman, and he's from the UK. And he, yeah, he reached out to some of us when he, you know, he, before this, he was just doing it by himself. So, uh, and then he reached out to the, some of the people in the community and he reached out to me. And so, okay, I thought, let's give it a go. That's pretty good. That must have been a pretty big honor to get asked to do it. Yeah. I mean, anyone can get involved with, exclude you know we have our weekly teams such as the thing that you're having with uh louis yes yeah but then you don't invite the community but as for exclude we invite you know we have our weekly teams like like uh this week we are doing marvel legends so we invite the the people from the community who wants to join in the fun just submit their 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 pictures to us and then we will just post it of course we we if I mean, if we get a lot of uh, submissions, uh, you might not get all of them get posted 
on Instagram, but we will try to put it up on our other social networks such as Facebook and our website. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's nice that you put yeah. on other media platforms as well because obviously yeah. like, most people use Instagram, but not everyone. So it's good that you spread it out a bit. Yeah, so most, nice. most of the people are on Instagram, but then we try to uh, put it up at our Facebook page and also our website also. What's the toy collecting community like on Facebook and places like that? Um, most of them are more centered around uh, Instagram, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, no. uh, I mean, I mean, uh, for Facebook, I mean, it's a bit unless you are into ACBA. Mm. Yeah, most of the people are centered there. I think. That's true. That's what I've noticed. That. Yeah. Now, how long did do you think it took you to uh, till you found your style? Because when you look at your pictures, you have a very cool um, lighting to your picture. Where there's a cool glow. You use. <laughs> it seems like you have cool. Uh, like you use atmosphere aerosol or a smoke or something like that. And I really, well, I, I, I love the way. I don't use aerosol. Oh, we don't get aerosol here in Malaysia. They don't. They don't. They don't ship it out here. Oh, what do you use? Yeah, so it's just lighting and uh, you know, long exposure for uh, on the camera settings. Ah, oh, that's pretty. And incredible. I learned, and I learned that technique from some of the people from Indonesia, from the community. Wow, and that's and cool. I I I improve on that. Yeah. But then well, there's, there's, you know, there's another way of creating a atmosphere or, or smoke or some sort like that. If you, I have this small, uh, what do you call, hum, humidifier. Oh, humidifier, yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. You might be able to mimic that, but it depends on your camera settings. Sometimes it's, it's, it's a hit and miss affair with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got to say, it's something that I love, and it's something that you could definitely, you don't even have to see that it's your picture. You could look at it and be like, okay, I know exactly who took that picture. Wow, that's, thanks. I think that's something that's very, uh, very cool when someone has their own style. Yeah. you you When you start out, you tend to follow other people's style. Uh-huh. And then when, and when you progress on, you just find your own style. And that's what I did with mine. Definitely. And another big question I have is you you tend to shoot a little bit of everything. You have Mezco, Hasbro, DC, Marvel, Star Wars. What is your personal favorite where you're just like, okay, I can't wait to shoot like a scene from this? Like what is your favorite toy line? You you know what? I it's 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 been a slippery slope for me when I go into <laughs> other lines uh-huh. <laughs> in terms of my wallet. <laughs> but uh, of course, I started with Black Series. Then as, as I, I meet a lot of new people from the community, I, I, I tend to you know, be uh, influenced by them into going to other lines. Mm-hmm. So from Black Series, maybe I went into Marvel Legends because they were from the same company and they were just a price around the same price over here. And later on, as I progressed, I went on into Mesco, Mayfax, SHF. But I think, 
articulation wise if you want the best articulation then um of course the the most economical one would be the the Hasbro line mm-hmm. you know the black series and the Marvel legends um uh SHF is a bit pricey what i tend to know is that for us over here in the asia pacific we get them a bit cheaper than you guys yeah. would yeah due to the shipping so we get them cheaper so uh from black seas i think i went on i went on into shf because they were doing star wars at that time also and then when uh the marvel movies became such a big hit worldwide so i went into that also and i think the most expensive line that i'm collecting is the mesco line i feel you there <laughs> yeah but you know mesco is um love i have a love hate relationship with that line <laughs> i so i it's so relatable that i you know you know what happened to my oh please tell me it broke right out of the box <gasps> and i didn't even play much of it i just you know i just bent the leg and it broke guess what my friend that happened to me twice yeah. in 3 days it took them 3 times what yeah for the mesco catwoman you is it you you went and uh, they sent you get yeah they sent one? me one and i opened it and she i took her out of the box without moving her legs and it already came broken yeah and so i i sent oh, it man. back got another one the very next day both knees were broken and, then, and you got the replacement yeah. from no 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 already? this is this was through amazon online mesco wouldn't probably oh yeah mesco yeah. isn't the best about that stuff yeah yeah and you know what mesco doesn't ship to my country so when i get mesco it's true uh independent suppliers and they don't give warranty to the biggest uh, oh, no way. so that's a bummer for how me. did you go about fixing it because you have beautiful pictures of catwoman done <laughs> i just posted one last night yeah okay a friend of mine from uh bangkok do you are you familiar with the old boy team over there they 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 are the ones doing the those uh, custom heads oh yeah, yeah that's okay yeah yeah they are on facebook mm-hmm. so uh they are uh, they are person george uh, he i posted my my issue over one of the masco facebook group and he reached out to me with a solution because his was broken also so what i did was he take a uh what do you call those a paper clip uh-huh. those paper clip and then you cut it into a small rod nice. you heat up the rod and then you just insert it into the leg uh-huh. and that's really clever it, it's not perfect but it's not perfect but uh it gets the job done yeah, i got to get around it yeah man. It's a bit wonky but you still can get it into poses but not dynamic ones. I, but then you can't get mescos into dynamic poses, right? <laughs> I got to say you 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 you're looking at the pictures you got some pretty dynamic poses out of her. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I'm sure Catwoman can get into more dynamic yeah. poses. <laughs> Man, you should check out the 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 Selena Cow Mayfax one from the the Christopher oh. Nolan mm. movies. Yeah, that's that's what I call dynamic. That's actually one I was looking at. Would you say it's worth it to get it? You mean the Mayfax yeah the one? the Nolan one? Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Good. You should get it. Yeah. And it won't break. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not other uh, That is hilarious. I'm glad someone else has the same problem. It wasn't just me. I think there are a lot of people who had that problem, but then you know when what what bugged me was when I you know, are you a are you a hardcore Mesco collector? Me? No, I'm not. No, Scott is kind of. Yeah. <laughs> when a, a little bit, yeah. A little okay. Bit. I'm so I'm going to be a bit blunt here. When I reached out to them into the community for for, you know, uh, uh how do I fix the lake? Mm-hmm. And all all they can just say was that you know you should have heated up oh, the gosh. joints when you before you play with them. I mean, I mean, when you buy something, uh, you know, in the when the box came, or you know, there's no instruction to say that you gotta heat up your joints before you play with the yeah. picture. You know, there's no disclaimer there saying that. That's such a terrible way to so, treat customers. That oh, it's, it's so yeah. poor. From I mean, until until finally when Josh reached out to me and gave me that solution no one else did you know all they did was just you should have <laughs> heated up the joint you should have seen the reviews on youtube and blah 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 and all the time <laughs> i love it because i feel that frustration so much yeah yeah i mean we pay we pay top dollar yeah, man, it's, this is not Marvel. Legends. And with someone like you, you you do beautiful photos that tend to be basically advertisements, and you do complete write-ups for that that magazine, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So they right. should be they should be uh, like rush ordering you another replacement. They say that's our fault. We should have made it known. Like he like I don't get that kind of stuff. So you're complete. You're, you're well, justified. <laughs> Yeah, I I guess it's because you know they don't have a Mesco doesn't have any strong contender in that category. Ooh. You know, action figures with soft goods. What do you think about Soap Studios? Have you seen them? They they need improvement. I I don't have any figures from Soap okay. Studios, but you know, I have a few. Uh, I have a few, and. The reverse uh-huh. flash, their latest one is by far their best, and I think the closest one to a Mezco. But yeah, their previous ones had issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, that's what I saw from the reviews. The best one is the reverse flash. Yeah, yeah. But then um, there are a few companies that are coming up, but of course, like the ones from Damn Toys. Mm-hmm. Those, uh, I mean, uh, SWAT, SWAT team figures. Is that what they call? But they don't have any license to do any any Marvel no, that's movie, movie at the moment. So that's why um, 
Mexico doesn't have a strong contender in that kind of a category at the moment. If they do have, they might need to, you know, change the way they do things, especially in terms of their customer service and all those kind of things and uh, QC issues. Big time. I'm glad you said it. Yes. Yeah, it's very true. That has to yes. I mean, they can't just keep on treating people badly and hoping that the license will see them through forever because yes, someone yeah. at some point is going to challenge yes. them. So they've got to keep people on side. Yeah, man. Yep. So I was wondering in terms yeah. of your of your pictures, how long does it take you to set up a photo? Because you've got so many details in each picture and so many different <laughs> lights going on. So I was wondering... How long does it take you to set it up? I think I would take about maybe half an hour. Of if it's a fast one, I think it would be fifteen minutes to twenty right. minutes. That's pretty fascinating because yeah. there's so many different details you've got, mainly because of the dioramas and all the. You know, one of my favorite, one of my favorite things <laughs> you've got in your whole pictures is the Wayne Tech boxes that you've got. I absolutely yeah. love those. They're brilliant. The, what um, boxes are there? What, what it's boxes the, the Wayne Tech boxes that you got the cardboard boxes. Oh yeah, oh, the, the, the garbage. They're, they're so cool. Garbage dump, is it? They, those were made by my friend. Um, uh, he is also in the community. Oh, nice. He is on Instagram as well. Uh, I think he has an Instagram page for his dioramas. I think it's called. Zyros Diorama. I can't remember. I'm, I'll, I'll give you the. I'll DM you guys his name. Yeah, we'll tag him. But he, yeah, but he is having issues. Uh, you know, there there are collectors from over there who wants to buy his dioramas, but the shipping is very uh. expensive. Yeah. So what, is is he the guy that makes all your sort of dioramas, like the buildings and streets and things like that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Pretty cool. They look fantastic. Yeah. He definitely does good work. <laughs> uh, yeah. He, 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 uh, he watches a lot of those uh, YouTube tutorials and stuff like that. Yeah. So how uh, often do you take pictures? Do you, do you say you do a couple every night or do you kind of do something like Tyler does? So Tyler does I tend to do a lot, you know. I tend, yeah, I tend to do a lot of pictures over the weekend, sometimes weekdays after work. Right, you know? okay. So you yeah. get like, um, like quite a few photos that we haven't seen yet ready for, to put out. Yeah. yeah. I have those, I have those uh, photos from the exclu- uh, exclusive yeah. web, uh, I mean, exclusive shots for Exclu yeah. Collective. The Sally, the Catwoman ones, which I haven't finished uh, posting it over on my Instagram. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and you have a you have a link in the bio that takes you right to your gallery, your Catwoman one. I think that's the was Catwoman the last one. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> or was it an interview? Uh, was yeah, it, it says uh, cat review. I can't remember. Was it a cat? Yeah, it says gallery, just pictures. Oh yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, 
I was I I was shooting a few uh, of the Masco tactical suit Batman. Oh, nice. Uh, so what do you think of that figure? I was finished. That's a solid nice. one. Nice. It didn't break on you. Yeah, that's a solid one. It didn't break <laughs> on you. I, I I also heard some horror stories. Of oh them, no! You know? Really? Yeah, they they had an issue where. I think it came with two right legs or two left legs. Oh, wow. I can't remember. I... Mesco. <laughs> I got, how do we ever get past quality yeah, control? I, I never understand. Yes. Uh, yeah, someone, someone had that issue. That would be a gigantic horror story if that came to you that way. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, but I've I'm seen looking... to a Batman with opposite feet before, but I've never known two... The same like, <laughs> yeah. Have you have you guys seen the the purple version of the Catwoman? Yeah, yes. ones? I think they improve on the joints from the reviews. From I've seen the reviews. Nice. Are you you thinking you're gonna get that one as well? No, I don't okay. think so. It's a bit too too expensive to get the same figure. Yeah. You know? I was debating if, if I could get yeah. it cheap, but I doubt I'll get it cheap. Yeah, but yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking but it's it's a it's a it's a it's a good figure. The the Catwoman, I quite like the figure. And it's it again, it's perfectly fine, even with the paperclip in it. Uh, it's in the oh, box okay. now. <laughs> I might pick it out for shoots maybe later. Nice, nice. Now, yeah. do you have um, a girlfriend, a fiance, a wife? I okay, wife. now, this is a question I, I love to ask because it is, it is interesting. <laughs> what does she think of your hobby and all of this? Uh, she might nag when, when she see, why are you getting this again? <laughs> why are you getting that? Why are you getting this? You know? Um. <laughs> but so far, she's okay. Nice. Yeah. So does she like I mean, to get involved with your? Just don't tell her the price. Get involved with your pictures and, and help out, or does she kind of leave you to it? Yeah. Just just don't let her know the oh, price. Okay. <laughs> then you'll be fine. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. Are, are you a big fan of uh, Batman the Animated Series? Oh no. no. Okay. I'm no, uh, but I was into the Batman comics. Oh, nice! In uh, when I was in school, yeah, I I, I read a lot of, lot of uh, Batman and the detective comics series. Which one's your favorite story? Which one? Okay, uh, I probably think it would be the Hush mm. series. The the one with the Jim Lee. Yes, album. that's a very that is a yeah. classic. Yeah, all time. Yeah, they look but, forward to the animated movie that's going to be made of Hush. So, what about you guys? Are you guys into just the animated series, or were you fans of the comic? Oh, I like both. Okay, but I haven't been reading comics much. Uh, of late. Yeah. I was reading it's hard for me. 
during the late late eighties and late, uh, I mean nineties. Uh, yeah, I was I was buying a lot of comics then, but nowadays no, I don't have the time for them. Yeah, I I feel like I fall into your category where that was my favorite time for comics as well. Um, yeah. Recently, I liked the Greg Capullo and the Scott Snyder quarter vowel stuff, but after that, I I didn't. I, it's hard to keep up on it. Yeah, man. but yeah, that's cool. I like that's good that you like Hush. That's one of the all-time classics, for sure. So, who are your your favorite Batman artists? My favorite Batman artist. Hmm. Yeah. Um. My right now, my favorite comic book artist. Period is Lee Bermejo, the guy that did the Joker comic uh, and did Noel. Yeah. Because I feel like he does a style that's very much like Alex Ross, but a little bit darker. If that makes sense. Yeah, I really love his stuff. It looks like it takes hours just to do one picture. So that's... Wow, wow, wow. Those, those uh, back in the 90s. Oh, favorite artists back in the 90s? Well, I would yeah. say Jim Lee for sure, because that is basically... He was 90s everywhere. He was X-Men and he did Hush and all of that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I really like Brian Brian Bolin. Is that the guy who did uh, Killing Joke? Yeah, I, I really so. like him. And that's another reason I like artists. There's one artist today. His name is Jason Fabok, and he kind of uh, imitates that kind of style and brings that back. So I kind of like that older look as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, after the comics now, it's just too hard to keep up on everything. <laughs> are you, are you, were you familiar with uh, the, the artist who did the detective comics, Norm Brefago? Which one? Norm, I can't remember the surname, Brefago or something. I, like I've that. heard the name, yeah. Yeah, he did some really great. Uh, on the Detective Comics series. And the Detective Comics is one of the old, oldest as well, comic books. Yeah. It's not... I like the the, the style for, of, of that artist. Yeah. He isn't technically a yeah. comic book artist, but I'm going to throw Bruce Tim in the conversation. He's <laughs> <laughs> 90s, for the, sure. The legend that is Bruce Tim. Yeah. Now, Scott, are you going to ask your your question? Well, I, I'm wondering if you, are you a fan of the Batman Arkham games? No, I don't play video uh, games. <laughs> but but I like the I like the art for those. You know. Yes, yeah, they, they do make some great. Films. I have the I have the 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 NECA Harley. Ooh. Oh, nice! What's that like? From from that Arkham yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the figure was quite okay, but of course, articulations, uh, articulation wise, not that uh, good. Uh, could have done with a better head sculpt because that head sculpt was just, you know, okay, she wasn't smiling, <laughs> it was just a blank face type of face sculpt. But the overall sculpt of the figure was good, yeah, because she was quite a a bigger scale figure, weren't they compared to most? No, it was a seven inch one. Oh, the seven, right, one I see. Ten. Yeah, yeah, because they, they do bigger scale ones yeah. as well, don't they? Not the, not the quarter right, one. I see. Okay, yeah. fair play. 
Mm. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> about getting those coaster scale ones. Yeah. They look really good. You know what? I'm looking forward to them doing the Michael Keaton one. I just hope that Mayfax would do Please. one. Would go into that movie. Oh, so yeah. We need a Jack Nicholson I joke. totally miss out on. Oh yeah, I totally miss out on the NECA one. I couldn't find. <sighs> I got one, but it broke right away. You mean the seven inch? The seven inch uh, Batman eighty nine Keaton. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I got it, but it, it, the knee snapped, and now I have to hold it together with hot glue. <laughs> make sure if you do get it, make sure you heat up those joints. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, I I really want a Jack Nicholson Joker at some figure more than anything. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, someone wants to pay the money. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Scott, do you have any other questions for our well, guests? I was, well, this is a quite a broad question, but um, who do you want to be? The next Batman. Who do you want to see Matt Reeves cast Ooh. as Batman? And are you looking forward to the movies? Uh, <laughs> a lot of people were, were, you know, they want John Hamm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. it John Hamm? But I, you know, out of my mind, when you ask me this, I can't really answer you. Uh, it's honest. Who will make a who would make a great Batman? I don't know. I I just wish that Ben Affleck would have stayed yeah. on. Yeah, same. Yeah. It is a shame we're not going to yeah. see him. I'm really looking forward to the movies, though. It, it seems very interesting what Matt Reeves is going to do. So who are your choices? I kind of like you. I don't really know. I'd like to see them cast somebody a little bit younger yeah. so we could get maybe like a trilogy or something. Which would be mm-hmm. really interesting. I'd like to see a Batman stay for like 10 years, like Robert Downey Jr.'s done with Iron Man, somebody of that kind of um, commitment to the character and not someone who's going to do like a couple of movies and leave. I, I think that that would be DC's yeah. problem. It's because it's quite yeah. a demanding role. That would be DC's problem. You, I mean, I don't know. Their movies are like all over the place <laughs> and there's no specific <laughs> yeah. timeline. Tying them up together, so it's this is part for me. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. What have been your favorite yeah. movies so far in the uh, DC EU? Did you enjoy Aquaman? I, um, I think the Burton movies were the best. The Nolan ones, yeah. Good story. Good. Uh, uh, Good direction. Uh, as for the newer ones, I think probably Batman versus Superman was quite okay. Justice League was a bit of a <laughs> But Aquaman was good. I watched it twice. I love it. Yeah, that for sure was good. Yeah. And you were a fan of Wonder so, Woman? So I hope that. Oh, yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and nice. you do some fantastic Wonder Woman shots to to go well with it. Yeah, but that figure had a bit of uh, limited articulation. It could have been a Mezco. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mezco. 
Yeah, I was thinking of getting the Mayfax one, but I'm not sure. I I don't know whether I want to get it or not. Uh, I would suggest the SH figure arts if you get it at a good price. Yeah, the price has gone down for the SH figure. Yeah, I feel like that's the best uh, accurate to face cast, but I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. if it has better articulation than Mayfix, though. Mayfix might have better. May yeah, I think probably both would be. Would but be with your right. with your skill, you'll make both of them look good either way. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you get some of that. You just need to you just need to work the angle sometimes. Very true. Yeah, yeah. Man, this has been a blast. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. Are you both into toy photography as well? I knew I know uh uh Scott is doing it. Are you doing it? Oh yeah. The the I I do it daily. I do at least three shots a day. Okay, so here's my question. Do you guys prefer digital effects over practical effects? Hmm. That's a good question. I do I do a combination (laughs) of everything like i do outside i do some with digital i do i've done practical with fireworks blowing dust and fire uh, i think it all depends on what you're going for and what the look is and what you have set in your mind but mm-hmm. yeah i think it just also if you're bored with something want to try something different it could be fun yeah because i i, I will about let's hear from Scott first yeah in terms of so like for animated pictures, I like to do all the digital stuff and use backgrounds from the show and then add in special effects. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to something like Mezco, I do like to go outside sometime, especially if it's like Nightmare Batman or something. Um, I like to go outside mm-hmm. and do pictures because I love doing outdoor photography. It's my favourite place to, to do pictures, but it's just things like the weather and it's always cold here. So Nice. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Okay. But I tend to do mine uh, indoors. I don't do yeah, outdoors. Yeah. Because it's, the weather is hot over here. It's a bit mm. different. And yeah, I like to mix both. I do digital, I do practical. So mm. the next thing that I'm going to say is that why why are there people that, you know, in the community, they are so, uh, how do you say, like, for instance, if this person were just doing practical effects, you know, for their shots, mm-hmm. and you have people coming in doing digital, but the people who are doing digital effects are not getting much respect as opposed to the ones doing practical effects. That's very no, I've, point, actually. Yeah. I've seen that a lot. And I, yeah, there are people that, yeah, there are people that think that they're that it's better to do one way or another, which I don't get. Yeah. I don't think that should be no. the way, you know, in a community. Not at all. I mean, you, you can have the best of both worlds. Yeah, and I think you may, it's evident in your pictures. You, it's, you have definitely tangible effects, and if you could have something that adds just like a little more and it's a little digital effect, what's the yeah. big deal? Yeah. Yeah, man. You know? And I see some of these people who are just doing practical ones, and they tend to look down on people who are not 
100% doing practical. And it depends how, how much money Effects. you have as well. You can't always afford to, to buy the practical things. Yeah, exactly. That's my point also. That is a good point. And that's a good thing to bring up too and something that has definitely been, yeah. definitely been a long-time yeah. problem in the toy community. And it's funny actually because we yeah. were talking about it in, in the pre-show with Tyler saying about he's done a digital background for the first time. And, and, and you know it it mm-hmm. is genuinely difficult to blend sometime with with a figure into a background on a computer. Well, you mean Digirama? Yeah, so I, if to just taking a picture of a figure with like a, a computer screen background yeah. or something. So it yeah, be because yeah, I mean, for the first time today, I did a I did a Star Wars picture, and at the Death Star uh, background was a computer. And that was the first time I ever attempted anything yeah. like that. And I did it because just talking with Scott and Lewis, uh, they gave a little bit of hints and tips on how to do that. And so I figured I'd try it for the first time. And I have to say, I have a lot of respect for uh, the amount of time it takes and investment just to find a good background and also light it correctly so it blends. So I think it's all yeah. different skill and it depends on what you like. It shouldn't be any hatred based on what someone else gets enjoyment out of. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Well, I'm glad you brought it up. That's actually, I, you're the, I'm glad that uh, you brought up a couple great points today. <laughs> you should have me mourn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, 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 any guests that we have on, we definitely want back on again, and we're going to have on a, on a regular rotation about every five months. So if you're down to come on every five months. Yeah. Sundays at, at this time will be. Oh, Perfect. That's our. That's one of our favorite times. Of course. Yeah. 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 Well, we don't. Want, we definitely don't want to take too but, much more of your time, but we do. We want to thank sure. you very much for everything that you uh, talked with us about. You brought up some great points about us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, know. I loved Scott. Didn't you love that? Yeah. No, I think that's a fantastic point, and it it did need to be said. So yeah, much appreciated for that. It was fantastic. Yeah. So I'm glad that you uh, enjoyed it and that you actually want to come back on, hopefully. Yeah, yes. sure. Well, also, we you also gave us tons of uh, information on Exclude Collective that we didn't actually know about. So that's that's cool to actually hear what exactly it is that yeah. they do. If you want to... Yeah. That, if you want to support... Yeah, there that, that, that has been... Yeah, there has been some, you know, wrong perception of what Exclude does, you know? in the community so I just wanted to you know let people know that this is what we are all about well I, I'm glad that you did because we want to clear that all up and then if, if you aren't following him on Instagram you can find him at yingkeet0675 that's y-i-n-g-k-e-e-t 0675 and definitely follow him. And if you look at his um, biography, there is a link to his Catwoman gallery, which is the newest gallery he has up at Exclude Collective. And he writes a whole uh, a whole rundown of what he thinks of the figure and a little bit of his experience that he shared with us today. So it's really cool. And so we're glad that he was on. We're happy to have him. We hope you enjoyed listening. We want to thank every one of you guys that, that have been listening. It continues to grow the show. We continue to get good reviews and people saying that they're liking what they're hearing. So we hope that you continue to 
uh, and listen and enjoy. And if you have any suggestions, please let us know. Any questions, feel free to message us. We want to thank our guest again, Tommy and Keith. And we hope. Thanks. Thanks. Yes. For me. Thank We're you glad for time. It means a lot. Um, thanks for all your kind words as well. On yeah, no Honestly, it means so much. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. thanks well, guys. we will be back again very shortly, guys. Thank you again. This is DC Figures and Collectibles. We do what you do too. And we try to find ways to fix our, fix our Mezco toys because they won't refund us. So thank you again. <laughs> we will talk to you very Thanks. soon. All right. Goodbye. All right.